Worldwide. Thank you, Jungle Jeff, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, man, there you are just over there cranking it away on your synthesizer as we cruise through summer 2023. What a summer it's been. Man, what a, what a weather summer it's been. Far from boring, mainly treacherous. Wildfires in Maui, just tragic, tragic wildfires fueled by high winds, just tragic uh, heat wave comparable to none in history, just an extreme heat wave, uh, flooding and rains, and my gosh. But you know what, Jungle Jim? There's one important thing, Jungle Jim. There's no such thing as global warming. You just remember that. You just remember that this phenomenon of a weather summer is just the norm. Unfortunately, I believe it's the new norm, which is in quotation marks, which is really popular, the new norm. I think when people say the new norm, they just think it's acceptable. Hi, this is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim over in the corner on the synthesizer right over there with his uh, polo shirt on that says, uh, hire me with his pine glass just waiting for a tip. I got a tip. You better put some sunscreen on before the summer's over, belly fella, belly, belly fella. You're a belly fella. We're recording this podcast in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River that flows all the way up to the great, beautiful, busy, busy Lake of Ontario with vacationers and boaters and all people enjoying that beautiful lake up there. Oh my gosh, you ever get up to Lake Ontario, stop at Rudy's on the lake and get yourself some great fried food. You make a right, you're going to go past 1,000 islands on the Great St. Lawrence Seaway, one of the few rivers that flows north, and you're going to go all the way out to the mighty Atlantic Ocean and around the world, just like my voice. If you make a left, you're going to find yourself cruising over to the beautiful city of Toronto, Ontario. Oh my gosh, it's alive in the summer. Beautiful flowers and that great Lake of Ontario borders up there. You might go a little south, finagle yourself into Buffalo somehow, go over a falls in a barrel, end up in Lake Erie, end up in Lake Michigan, Huron, Superior. Beautiful great lakes, big, big lakes, all busy, so busy. There's enough room in these lakes. They're so huge during the summer months. And what a summer it's been. 91 counts, 91 charges against the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. 91 counts, four indictments. They're arrested, they're arrested, actually arrested. And yet what's amazing is, which it's, it's, to me, it's just, it's, it's uncomprehendable. I can't comprehend that, right, that he's still in the running. I remember way back when if somebody was running for president, like I remember, I think it was Gary Hart or somebody, and they got caught in a, a little scandal. They were out of the running. We have a guy running who has 91 charges against him has been arrested for indictments, and he's still running for president. And the amazing thing is to me, Jungle Jim, the thing that just really irks me is that no one in his party or the minority in his party or the voices that really don't get heard are the only ones challenging him and pointing this out. Now, mind you, mind you, young man, and mind you out there, I'm a, I'm a liberal Democrat primarily. I'm not a Republican. I've never been a Republican. I like one Republican, and that's Abraham Lincoln. Um, and he was more Democrat than Republican. But but I like I liked having an opposite party. I liked having a party to when it was you you could you know bounce things against. And I valued that. I valued that in our democracy. But this party's been totally destroyed, and people have talked about it now forever and ever and ever, and it's true. But the issue really is, is that nobody has any balls. Is that these individuals, all 12 or how many are running for the presidency of the United States, are afraid. They're not afraid of Donald Trump. Nobody's really afraid of Donald Trump. What they want is they're afraid of those that are supporting him. 
and they're wishing that something, they're closing their eyes and they're wishing that something happens where he just kind of goes away. Mommy, make that monster go away. Get him out from under my bed or her or it or whatever that monster is. Yeah. It ain't going to go away. It ain't going to go away. You know, it's, it's not, it's leave. It's not, he's not leaving it, you know. And they're hoping that if he goes away, if they're the ones who kiss his ass the nicest, they're the ones who his supporters are going to migrate towards. Well, that's not going to happen because this isn't a political movement. It's a cult. It's a cult. And those in cults do not leave their leaders for substitutes. There are no substitutes in cults. You have the cult leader and that's it. And if the cult leader goes down, the cult either destroys itself the cult either destroys itself or, or the cult revolts. And the second thing is, is legitimate fear because it happened. We had a revolt. We had an insurrection based on the cult's leader, uh, the cult feeling the leader was treated unfairly. And now the cult believes the leader's a martyr. So, so these wimps, these spineless wimps who are running for the Republican nomination refuse to challenge the cult leader because they think that um, the, the cult, once he's brought down, they're wishing that he's brought down in the cult. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. They're never going to leave him. Never, ever, ever, ever. So what do you do? If you were smart and you had some cojones, what you would do is you would point out the obvious that the man's a criminal, that the man is not fit to be president of the United States. He should not be in running for president of the United States. And you say the hell with this cult. You say the hell with that 40, 35, 40% of idiots, stupid idiots. You say the hell with them because I'm going to point out the obvious. And by doing so, I'm going to get those percentage of independents that at one time may have voted for him or on the other hand are on the fence and really do not want to vote for Joe Biden. I'm going to get that group. I'm going to court that group. And if I court that group, I'm going to win. I'm going to maybe, maybe beat him. Maybe. I don't know. In this cult, who, who makes up this cult? Who makes up these these participants, who makes up these followers of this great Pumbaa, this liar, this liar who was arrested and said he was 6'3 and 250 pounds. Let me tell you something. I'm almost 6'4. I'm 6'3 and 3 quarters. I've probably shrunk. I'm probably about 5'9 right now. And I weigh about a good 230. And let me tell you something. I don't look close to as fat as that man looks. Okay? I don't have moobs. I don't have all that stuff. He is, he's a big man. He's not 215. I was, um, so yeah. So who makes up this cult? I'll tell you who makes up this cult. The uneducated, the uninformed, uh, those with menial jobs, those with no jobs, those who uh, have some type of, um, I'm going to try to put this nicely, uh, ah, screw it, racists, racists. They're, they're a group that feels marginalized. They're a group that feels like they just got screwed over their entire lives. They got screwed over because they don't have the jobs they see other people have. They got screwed over because of a, because a, a race got somebody in a race or a gender got a, a better thing to be based on their race. They got screwed over. Somebody got the job they wanted. They got screwed over by everybody. Now this guy comes along and he's like, oh, I'm your man. And so vicariously, they leech onto this leech. 
because in, in their mind it gives them value. But if you listen to them talk, they have no reasoning, they have no data, they have no position. They, all they say is fake news and it's all a lie. That's all they say. It's fake news and it's all a lie. It's not based on anything. These are some of the most dangerous, in, in many cases, now there's two groups. I take this back, there's two groups. There's the ignorant, stupid, lazy group. That's just what they are. I, I'm calling it what I call it. Those aren't nice words. Those aren't words that I would normally use, but that's factual. So that's one group, okay? One group. And, and this clown gives them some type of value. Then you have the other group who happen to be educated, who happen to ha have a, maybe a silver spoon in their mouth. This clown protects their jobs. This clown keeps them in Congress in a cush job. This clown provides them with a, uh, with a lifestyle they're accustomed to because by supporting this clown, they're going to stay in, in office or, or whatever it may be. So you have these two opposites. And they're all screwing each other. Like the, the, the rich ones in the Congress and all are screwing over. The, they don't give a shit about the, the poor people who are following him. Trump doesn't care. He screws them over all. They don't get their paying for his leave. These people can't even afford food in some cases, and they're paying for this billionaire's legal fees. Go figure that out, Jim. Go figure that out. They're paying for his legal fees, and they can't afford that. The scary thing about this, the real scary thing, is that the clever, manipulative, uh, wealthy group who doesn't give a shit about mankind or about the impoverished is, is using the ill-informed, lazy, stupid group to put this man in office for their benefit. It's really simple and it's really dangerous. It's a puppeteer manipulation. And they're manipulating the weakest of the weak. The weakest of the weak have the strongest voice right now. The weakest of the weak are, are, are empowering this guy. The weakest of the weak are being used by this man. And, th and in turn, this man is using Congress primarily in this case, but Congress is using everybody to keep this guy in office and just blatant and a lie has become the truth. And it's really a scary time when you have the ignorant and the stupidity of individuals in a power base. Because that means there's no reasoning. And some of them don't give a shit. So that means there's no reasoning. There's no sense of um, remorse. Everything's justified. Lies are truth, so everything's a lie. Everyone's a victim, which, which perpetuates violence, which perpetuates anger. They have sides. They see things in, in, in literally in black and white, uh, and they're not informed. They'll believe anything that's told to them because they're too lazy to, to check it out and see if it's actually true. So it's a very, 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 very dangerous period because the... The inmates are running the asylum. The inmates are running the asylum. You know that, Jim? Jim, the inmates, kind of like you and I, we're running the asylum. They're calling the shots. They're being catered to. They're being pampered. Nobody wants to upset this group of inmates who wear big T-shirts and flags and go to rallies. Ah, oh, that's hey, does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Rallies and. and, and all this stuff screwed over and so yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have a voice now, and they have a power, and they have a cult leader. And, it's, and as a result, uh, an individual with 91 charges and four indictments is, is the Republican uh, leader for the nomination, and most likely will be the Republican nominee. 
and say, oh, it's unprecedented. Oh, it's really something. It's not really something. It's pathetic and it's scary. And if anybody who's anybody isn't concerned about what this means to our nation, what this means to our democracy, what this means to our existence, they're not concerned about that. Get your head out of it. You know, stop being an oyster. Uh, I was going to say an oyster ridge. That's a mixture of an oyster and a and an oyster. An, an oyster and an ostrich is an oyster ridge. That means you'd stick your head in the shell. But if you stick your head in the shell, you're going to come out with a pearl. You're not going to come out with a pearl now because you're an ostrich. Thank you. You're an ostrich and sticking your head in the sand and hoping it's not going to go away. Someone, unfortunately, someone on the Republican side with some gravitas has to grow a pair, man or female, grow a pair if you're a woman, and uh, step up to the plate and challenge and point it out and be willing to lose that group. And maybe be willing to lose what they have to lose that group. That would be a great patriot. A hero. Lynch, Liz Cheney did that. You know, I can't believe I was rooting for Liz Cheney, the ultra-conservative. I can't believe Liz Cheney was ostracized by her party, the ultra-conservative. The ultra-conservative. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stand her father. Oh my God! I can't believe I was cheering on a Cheney. I can't believe I'm rooting for Christy. Christy. I can't forget what was his first name. Christy. I can't remember Christy. That, that's how bad. That's how bad things are. We're, uh, we're forgetting um, people's names, but I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Christie. You know, I can't believe it. I just can't. That's how warped things. When I'm rooting for a guy with the name Chris Christie for president of the United States, over it's, it's that's how absurd. That's how scary it is. And if and if no one steps up and stupidity becomes the foundation of our nation, no one, no rhyme. If you if you're gonna rhyme, rhyme. But if stupidity becomes the foundation of our nation. Then we crumble. We crumble on down. I hear you, Jungle Jim. I know it's scary stuff, but it's scaring me, man. That's Jungle Jim. I'm Tim Marr. This is failing up. Bye-bye.